Welcome to the TV show show. It's a television show podcast about television shows hosted by myself, Rob Schulte, and me, Brittany. Hi. We're going to go into detail on these shows, aren't we? Great detail. We've got an exciting episode ahead of us, but Brittany, I have some television news. Oh, wow. Tell me. Sometimes for my job, I conduct interviews and do like profiles, like audio profiles of people. Mm -hmm. And as the time of this recording, I just scheduled an interview with Mike Reese, who's one of the original writers of The Simpsons. Oh, snap. Yeah. That's awesome. He's got a new book coming out. So I slid in there and I was like, hey, we can do an interview. And he was like, Okay, let's do it. I'll show up to your work. That is very cool. Yeah, so we'll see how that turns out. It'll probably be in existence by the time this, maybe around the same time this episode drops. This is just getting more and more exciting the more that you keep talking. I know. But Brittany, there, there's the important thing of today is this Dawson's Creek episode. The stakes are getting very high. These stakes are behind the restaurant, smoking a doobie, getting high as heck. You know what? They're bad boys. Yep. Bad stakes. Okay. So Hulu describes uh, season one, episode three of Dawson's Creek as, well, it goes like this. As he's forced to work on a rival's film, Dawson plots to record his own first kiss with Jin. Joey misleads a wealthy suitor as Pacey uses his failing grades to get Tamara's attention. Originally aired February 3rd, 1998. Wow. And it's rated TV-14. That was before I was born. 1998? Oh, okay, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> this is one we get the previously on. Uh, and if you've listened to our podcast, you'll have already known what's happened in the previous two episodes. Dawson's mom is playing a little hanky-panky behind Dawson's dad's back. Joey is frustrated that Dawson is now dating Jen. And Pacey has had quite the time with his English teacher. It's such an effective previously on. It's 20 seconds long, but it covers everything. It's kind of like Quantum Leap. Yeah, except for um, Quantum Leap is like three hours long. Yeah, it's like, here's an intro and then 10 minutes of show. Except we both know that's not the case. Yeah. That is a long television show. Yes. Okay, so we open up on a scene with, we got like Clark Gable on the beach. Burt Lancaster. That's what I meant. <laughs> Come on, get your old Hollywood sex icons right. <laughs> Sheesh. But Joey and Dawson are watching and Dawson is jaw dropped. He calls it his gen moment. He says, this is this is exactly how it's going to go down. We're going to be rolling around on the beach. No sand is going to be in our ass cracks. We're going to passionately embrace and make out. That's going to be how, how it is. Yeah. The writing on the show is really funny for 15 year olds because, you know, they make it so like wordy and flowery and things that, you know, 15 year olds don't say. It's not reality, Dawson. These movies that you're watching, they're false images that don't exist outside the city limits of Hollywood. You know, just kind of like, yeah. wow, I don't think I've ever constructed a sentence that complicated myself. And Dawson's like, well, you know what? Just like the misery poster and the hook poster on my wall. Yeah. I'm going to create a fantasy segment where Jen and I will be kissing. And guess what? Gonna be on cam. Yeah. And what Joey should have said was something along the lines of, hey, Dawson, I'm pretty sure that's illegal and will ruin you. But she doesn't. Yeah, but she doesn't. But she doesn't. Dawson's really, really onto this idea. And Joey's just like, you know what? No. And then Dawson 
says that she's just bitter and cynical. And she's like, yeah, like you used to be. Now put some pants on, cargo shorts. Valid. Dawson says, yes, I did used to be cynical and jaded, but now I choose magic. Diddly-diddly-diddly. I don't want to <laughs> wait. Except it's that other song. I've been paying a lot of attention to opening credits of these 90s shows that we've been watching. Mm -hmm. At the end of this credit sequence, Pacey is doing this like, I'm a fancy dude walk (laughs) with like his top button buttoned. And like Dawson tries to grab his hand and Pacey puts his hand in his pocket at the same time. Yeah. And it's like the most awkward. We're all doing these crazy walks, but we kind of fucked up at the beginning. But let's just roll with it. And once I saw it, I could never unsee it. Oh, my God. I'm obsessed with it. If there was something that I could have playing on loop in my head, it would probably be that. (laughs) Well, I believe with the type of OCD that I have, that generally just happens. And maybe I'm experiencing it right now. We're back at school. Dawson is in the back of his independent study daring film class that he's not allowed to participate in, but he constantly is actively participating in. He can only stay quiet so long. During this whole scene, he's like, you know, like he wants to say something so bad, but he's holding himself back because the class is talking about how they're going to adjust the narrative of the football movie that they're doing. Right. But it's always like your first experience into any sort of film endeavor. It's like, well, I really think car crashes are cool. So we could do this car crash and then build out around it what the story is. Exactly. Because they're giving like, let someone dies, this or that or the other, but nothing in a story. And Dawson's like, "Um, you need some dramatic tension. Just like make it an underdog story. Yeah. Except for he's just like saying it like a complete know-it-all. Well, yeah. But that's Dawson. Yeah, you're like, that goes without saying. And the rich girl demands that the teacher shut him up. She's the producer and he better do what she says. But you can see in Cliff short for Clifford's eyes, he's like, this Dawson guy, he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, exactly. We move on next to uh, a scene with Pacey where he's got not as baggy of shorts on, but a very (laughs) green outfit. He walks into Tamara's classroom with such confidence. He closes the door behind him. Yeah, in a public school. Oh, man. She hands him a test and she's like, you know what? You got another prime number. And he makes a joke about farming. And the real heart of this scene, Brittany, if I may. Yes, you may. Is showing the trouble that they're already facing between work and love life. They made out. The waters are quite ambiguous here, but still very, very illegal. Pacey uses this failed test to maneuver his way into some sort of private tutorial experience. (laughs) This should be a thing. A private tutorial experience. And let me ask you this, Brittany. What should have Tamara said? And then what did she say? Oh, well, uh, is this a pop quiz? JK, but it's (laughs) kind of relevant. She says, okay, well, you know, I'll see you at six. Meet you back here at six. And where she should have said, this is a completely inappropriate situation. And I'm sorry that I participated in this. And I'm going to move out of state without a note and change my name and never pull this cray cray stuff again. And instead, Pacey's like, all right, I'll see you at six. 
So we get to the next scene where it is Joey's sister and sister's husband's restaurant where Joey works as a waitress. That's the first I've heard about this place. Yeah, but, uh, you know, it's so seamless that we, we just take it for what it is because, you know what, Joey's family, they're not very well off, so... She's got to have a job, even though Dawson also has a job at a movie store with Pacey and Jen just got to town. Her job is being a granddaughter. Wait, I don't want to talk about Jen's job right now. Jen's got a unique career life. (laughs) So anyway, uh, Dawson's got to get a pickup order for the film crew and Pacey wants something sexy, but we'll get to that in a moment. Um, (laughs) You know, that sexy fish dish. Yes. Pacey's playing it pretty cool for someone who has made out with their teacher, not just once, but <laughs> more than once. Don't you think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just feel like a 15 year old or any age person like couldn't contain themselves if they made out with their teacher. Yeah. That said, if Pacey had told Dawson, like Dawson would tell that that's just like, oh, yeah. then it's like end of story. Joey comes to take their order and she finds out that Pacey's having a date. Some of those sexy be good. I got a maybe kind of sort of date this evening. Hmm, who's the lucky fireman most tonight? Uh, what's that? What makes a woman horny? Mm, you're polar opposite. You mean oysters. Right, oysters. Dozen oysters, Joey, pack them up. A guy leaps from a Docker's ad into the restaurant, looks at Joey. You know, we see there's a little connection there. Who is this? Is this a new character? He leaves with food in tow and they lock eyes again. Who is this Docker's man? I don't know. But you know who does know something? Pacey, who wants some sexy, sexy, sexy oysters. A dozen. A dozen sexy oysters for a sexy date. Because him eating the oysters is supposed to turn women on? Is this the math here? Don't ask me because I don't know. But he asks for them to go. Is he going to show up at his tutorial session with like, I thought we could split this dozen oysters. Yeah. They've been sitting in the back of my bicycle for the last two hours. In a styrofoam container. Sexy, huh? Yeah, there's nothing sexier about a Tupperware full of oysters. We're back at high school where Dawson is helping set the stage by putting stickers on helmets. When who should show up? Jen! She's been cast in this Production of Helmets of Glory. Dawson makes a porn joke. I don't think really fly. I think Jen's like, I got two lines in this. And then Cliff Short for Clifford shows up and he's like, hey, Jen, we need you over here. She's like, hey, you remember this guy? He's like, yeah, nice to meet you, David. And she's like, it's Dawson. The same guy that freaked out at you last weekend (laughs) at the dance. Exactly. Remember him? Cut to a different wing of the school, and Pacey is full of oysters. <laughs> just <Sorry. laughs> floating in their slimy juices. Doesn't Ew. seem like he brought any to share. And as if a 15-year-old needs an aphrodisiac. Or a woman in her early 30s. But either way, Pacey's not very happy that it's an actual tutor session. Cut to the docks where people get real. Oh, before we go into the next scene, he asks her about what she was like in high school and it kind of builds and builds and it starts to get really personal until he asks her if she would have dated him in high school. And she's like, Pacey, but my point is more like, well, she's making out with him now. So 
what difference does it make? You know what I mean? Like, yes. uh, would I make out with you 20 years ago? I don't know, but I'm definitely, you know, clearly making out with you now. And yeah, that's where I'm at. Like so I, if uh, you thought my decisions were bad now, yeah. <laughs> think of how bad they were then, Pacing. And he tries to put the moves on her and... Instead of her being like, hey, this is inappropriate. We're not going there. She says, we are at school and we are not alone. That's not the right answers. Never, never. She has him take a quiz. She says, if you do well, I will give you some positive reinforcements. Reinforcements. Ooh, reinforcements. She's also from the Louisiana. Yup. Anyway, Joey decides to sneak up to the Dockers guy on the docks where we know shit goes down. She's summoned by this, uh, the most beautiful music. It's like a violin or something like that. (laughs) Joey lies. She just lies her way into meeting this guy because she's so ashamed of being poor. She doesn't even give him her real name. No, in fact, when he gives her his name, she says, congratulations. On his name. Why is he wearing Vans? That's not, you know, boarding school, yacht, rich boy. It's his way to rebel. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever, guys, I'm going to wear my Vans. And play my viola. That is so rebellious. What name does Joey give herself? Oh, because she goes, Debekar. Sin. Debra Carson. Yes, it's like she was having a stroke, but she wasn't. She was making up a name. In reference to the woman from the first scene. Oh, yes. Also in reference to Jan from Brady Bunch. (laughs) Sure, Jan. (laughs) Yeah, Jan, I'm sure you have a boyfriend. (laughs) Okay. But I do have a boyfriend. So Joey, with this false persona, is able to be her true snarky self in a flirtatious way. And decides that she will hang out with this guy, but not before lying about how her mother hates to sail. Is that a reference because her mother is dead? Oh, well, (laughs) wow, I hadn't thought about that, Uh, but perhaps. Well, he's like, come sailing with me and Inya plays. Yes. I want to go back to these shoes because we all know that he should be wearing some Sperry topsiders. Totally. That's what I was thinking. But we'll get back to shoes in a moment because we are finally back to Pacey's studying at his tutorial session. Not a lot of tutoring going on here. A lot of reading and her doing something else. But she decides to quiz him. It's time for the quiz. He keeps getting his the answers right, which means he's getting closer and closer to the positive reinforcement he was promised. That we don't even know what it is. No. And, and she gives him a final question that's like totally difficult and says he has to provide references from the book. It's very difficult. And you can see Pacey's face go, I ate all those oysters for nothing. <laughs> Dawson is now gathering cable, helping keep the shoot clean while muttering to himself about things that are going wrong. The producer, the rich girl, she overhears and starts, you know, kind of berating Dawson. It interrupts the scene and Cliff Short for Clifford is like coming over being like, yo, what's up? He's like, "Okay, well, we got to start over now. And everyone is like, thanks, Dawson. You know, this producer's like, I had to work my way to get here. And you just think because you... Watch some movies that you can be on our level. And you know what? She's kind of right. That is true. It's like male privilege, entitlement, you know what I'm saying. Except it's written into a character that we're supposed to not like. But that's the thing. We're also supposed to not like Cliff. 
but they're both like organized students. Maybe she, the the woman, is a little bit rude in how she talks to Dawson, but it is like a you know, man, you're you're coiling cables right now. Uh, I'm producing this film. But as we've noticed in this scene, we cutting back and forth from clips. It's like making me nervous. Each each scene is like so short. Yes. We're back at Pacey and Mrs. T. He gets the question right, and he's like, ready for my positive reinforcement. Like, hand up the skirt. And she calls his bluff. And she starts, like, unbuttoning her blouse and makes a reference like, oh, what, is this your first time? And he's like, you know it is. And she's like, go home. We're done. Reality got right in our faces. And there's other teachers here. I'm a middle-aged woman. We, we come back and Joey's approaching the boat to go on a date with Docker's ad, who I would say looks a lot like a younger Dawson, much like Niles looks like a younger Frazier. So I'm going to call this guy Niles Leary. I'll support you in that. I love that while she is approaching the yacht, he's like, Deborah, Deborah Carson. <laughs> Like, okay, remind me. Just keep reminding me that she gave you a false name. It's kind of a boring scene, but the gist is that he's like, oh, I wish I was poor. Being rich is so overrated. And she's like, you know, I'm rich and everything, but I can kind of see why it would be lame to be poor. But I'm definitely still, I am rich, but. My, My family doesn't sail, but I know how to tie this tot line hitch like the back of my hand. Yes. And they do some other awkward knot tying, maybe an allegory to marriage. Oh, my, my. Will this character come back? I, gosh, I, I. I don't care to see him again, but um, no offense to that guy. Niles, Niles. Niles. Uh, No, I only want to see Niles with Daphne and no one else. Yeah, and even some of those seasons are not very good. Exactly. They arrive at a beach and they're playing Frisbee and the conversation's pretty much like, oh, you're really frigid. And she's like, wait, oh, is that the vibe I'm putting out there? And the rest of the world is like, yes, definitely. Yeah, come on. The kind of person that would say congratulations when they give you your name. Yes, you are frigid. Yeah, I find it interesting how deep Joey wants to like keep lying and talking about how her dad makes money through a conglomerate that creates tampons and only one type of tampons yet it's a global conglomerate i what What? he starts being like you know lies kill a relationship honesty is still great and that's what i'm looking for and joey's like (laughs) yeah what do you call this game frisbee wow what a crazy time to be alive yeah this couldn't possibly blow up in my face (laughs) next scene Quick like a gun. Again, we are filming something for Helmets of Glory, and just the cameraman cannot get this shot straight. And Dawson's like, I know something. They're like, pipe down, Dawson. I'm the producer of this. But, you know, you can tell that Cliff is really listening. Cliff short for Clifford, that is. Yes, yes, that Cliff. Jen insists that the reason why she agreed to do the movie was so she could spend more time with Dawson. And Dawson's like, well, as much as I appreciate that, your friend Cliff short for Clifford, not that great. And Jen's like, give it a fucking break, Dawson. I'm here for you. We can't all be prodigies. Exactly. That's true. Yeah, and he's like, hey, we finished early. You want to go do something else? We could film that last scene of my horror film. She's like, yeah, sure. Anything to, I guess, be another actress in a teenage boy's fantasy? <laughs> yeah. 
And we're back at the beach. Back at the beach. And Niles Leary is bragging about all of his JFK knowledge. He's read all of the investigations. She's really intrigued, I guess. This is the dangers. We see people intrigued by these stories and then they get attached to them because it's tied up in their young love. Yes. What, are you going to be the couple that's obsessed with the JFK assassination? Yeah. He goes in for the kiss and Joey's like, ah, no, can't do it. He's like, uh, cool. I'll go back to my hotel bathroom for a couple of minutes. I mean, he's 15. Yeah. Oh, for sure. No blame. There's no blame in the game. I mean, no, let's be real. Let's be real. If he's 15, he's like, "Uh, I think I'm going to go out into the ocean for 15 minutes. Yeah. Wherever it can happen, as soon as it can happen. But, you know, she's kind of like, oh, my parents are expecting me. And as she's walking away, though, she says, you need to know the real truth. I'm not Cinderella. And and weren't you and I kind of like laughing about the fact that, A, that's true for most people. Nobody expects you to be Cinderella. But on top of that, you are Cinderella. Yes. If you're poor and you're you're hanging out with rich people, doesn't that make you Cinderella? Uh, Will this ever come to be? Will we get a resolution of this situation? I don't know. Let's find out after this next scene of Helmets of Glory. They're shooting the football movie and the camera work is really wobbly because somebody's running backwards while they're shooting. Continues. It continues to be wobbly. It continues to be wobbly. And Pacey shows up for some reason in a wheelchair of all things just being like, I'm the zany boy who's screwing the teacher. I got this wheelchair on the football field. Yeah, normal. And Dawson's like, whoa, get out of the wheelchair. And he saves the day because he holds the camera and they pull him in the wheelchair and a win for Dawson, right? Dawson short for Dosserfin. Yes. And so he decides to celebrate with Jen at Joey's restaurant, apparently the only restaurant in town. Yes. And Joey's in a pretty darn good mood. Oh, yeah, definitely. She's like floating. Not literally. No, we haven't reached that level of new writers yet. She's smiling. That's a big... Smiling. Big suggesting the, uh, a, a different type of dip that Jen orders with oh, her yeah. sandwich. She's like, oh, you know what? I'm in a good mood. You should get this dip. This dip is better than that dip. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Joey's sister's being a bit of a buzzkill. And as Joey's getting the drinks for Dawson and Jen, who should come in but Niles Leary? This scene is pretty straightforward. Uh, A lot of missed communications about Deborah and Joey. Yeah, the guy is kind of like, wait, yeah, this is Deb, you guys. Do you not know who you're hanging out with? But Jen saves the day by going along with it, as well as Joey's sister's boyfriend or husband. Whereas Dawson continues to make it more awkward by not going along with the Deborah lie. The next scene, Pacey is back in the wheelchair, wheeling up to to Mara, Tamara, Mrs. Mrs. T's door. And Mr. Film Teacher is hanging out with her in her classroom. And he's like pushing her hair back and they're talking about a romantic movie or something. And then he asks if he can walk her home. And she's like, sure, let me go get my things. And so she goes out into the hallway, I guess, where she keeps her stuff. Not in her classroom, but somewhere in the hallway. Maybe the teacher's lounge. Oh, oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. And when she comes out into the hallway, which is really dark because it's after school, Pacey is hiding in the corner in the dark in a wheelchair. In the wheelchair. I'd be like, whoa, are you okay? Where did you get that wheelchair? 
And he chastises her for, you know, speaking to another man. And she's like, whoa, hang on. And it's a very tense moment. It is. They get a little heated. And she ends with, what do you want from me? And he says, you. And she's like, whoa. Whoa. And then it fades out. Yep. And we come back from commercial uh, at The Ruins, which Dawson has spoken about previously of where he'd like to shoot this final scene. He's with Jen as, as everything's going to plan. It's this really great place that's called The Ruins, but apparently has working fountains. Well maintained. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> Not much is ruined from these things. Yeah. But it looks a lot like a scene from a low budget Caligula oh, wow. version. Some sort of, you know, Roman columns and... I don't know what is ruined here or where it belongs in this seaside town, but it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And Jen says as much, you know, they're showing these like different aspects of the scenery and then they do a close up of ducks quacking loudly. And as Jen says over in a voiceover, it's so beautiful here. I have a duck face. Oh, yeah. My face looks like ducks and my breasts. I hate them. Something like that. She also says that to the ducks. Yes. <laughs> she just can't stop saying it to other creatures. Yeah. By the way, I hate my boobs. <laughs> yeah. See previous episode. Anyway, <laughs> um, Dawson's helps her get into character for this moment and takes one take. And he's like, it's perfect. Never mind. We, we lugged all this stuff out here for one take. Yes. <laughs> and that's it. Great job. That's filmmaking. There was so much going into the production aspect of it because he hangs up all this tool and lights like a thousand candles. And then then we do all of this for just one take. But, you know, they kind of get close. You know, she's feeling really confident about her one take, you know, success. And he's, you know, obviously he's the one who's pushing this scene forward that they're going in for a kiss and she realizes that he's recording them. And she points at the little monitor and she's like, wait, are you recording us? You fucking weirdo. Yeah, he looks into the camera and he's like, oh shit. To be honest, I thought that that was a mistake and that he was going to be like, oh no, that was a complete accident. This is a misunderstanding. And that's why I'm like, wow, I just don't understand the show. Their twists and turns always work on me. Yeah, and the fact that we'll find out later that Jen is understanding of this. But before we go there, we see one of the final embraces uh, emotionally between Niles Leary and Joey. She decides to follow the violin music once more when she's off of work. They have a little talk about New York and like the bully restaurant that she enjoys. And he's like, well, uh, that's not, he doesn't say it, but she says where it's in a neighborhood and it makes him stop talking pretty much and be like, well, here, let me give you my number and we can hang out later. Very smooth way of like, obviously something's up here. You can contact me when you work out your shit, Cinderella. And she gets a kiss out of it. Oh, good, good. If we're led to believe that this is Joey's first kiss, she might have some issues having her first kiss under false pretenses. Wait, is it? I mean, I guess it is her first kiss because we haven't heard about anything else. But it's just crazy that the person who says leather straps in Crisco, I don't even know what that means. Somehow she's versed in sexual forays that I've never even heard of. So what does that say about us? You know, I guess they move fast, <laughs> not only in New York but in certain pockets of Dawson's Creek. So we're back at the ruins where Dawson is admitting that he was trying to film them kissing. 
But now Jen says, you know what? You put all this pressure on this kiss. Now I'm afraid to kiss. And if you try to kiss me again, I'm going to be looking for all of the cameras. <laughs> that is so true. But it does. It does feel like 15 when like, no matter what, there was always a reason. Ah, okay, we figured out this drama, but now there's this drama that's pretty much the same drama because we're 15 and we have zero life experience. Yes, exactly. Now Joey's getting into her sister's pickup truck where her sister's boyfriend, hold on, like, yeah, sister's boyfriend and sister are sitting in there waiting for her. So she asks her sister's boyfriend. Boulay, that restaurant in New York, it's it's on the east side, isn't it? No, 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 it's uh, it's in Tribeca. And it closed down a couple years ago. They had a great chef, though. Why? She's like, well, that's that. And so she crumples up the guy's number and throws it out the window. He knows that I lied about Boulay. How dare you lie about Boulay? And although I lied about Boulay, before he gave me the number, I still need to get rid of it. So Dawson and Jen are kind of like making up and like understanding that they're both young and trying to figure this out and they're going to keep going on when a car pulls up. So they kind of stash some of the equipment over to the side and then they go hide in this like very swampy area that forces him to be a little bit closer together. Oh, it's kind of Shakespearean. Oh, very Shakespearean. Very Shakespearean. We see that it's someone. It's a couple. Yeah. One of them's in a trench coat and one of them is in younger looking clothes. You know, could be a high school student, but we don't see their faces. But you know whose faces we do see? Dawson and Jen's. Jen and Dawson are like hiding under this thing and they're so anxious and she's worried about the cobwebs and she's like looking around frantically being like, oh, these cobwebs. And then she places her the back of her hand on his chest. And then all of a sudden she's like, oh, you have a chest. And then they start kissing. And then Dawson's like fossil watch and shark tooth necklace start glowing. <laughs> And so as they are kissing, we feel like it's about to, you know, go to credits, but the camera pans over towards the camera that Dawson was using and the monitor that he was using. And we see that we are catching on film whoever is making love. Uh, We don't really tell who it is until we see the next scene where Pacey and Mrs. T are spooning and she's looking a little... Oh, shit. Okay, sorry. (laughs) That kind of cliffhanger should be illegal because. No kidding. Because I was like, well, now I got to watch another one and it's late and it's a school night, but I still have to just watch the next one. I am right there with you. So before we get into anything else, Brittany, should we just say next one is Dawson's Creek again? We got to. Okay. So, Brittany, did you like this episode? I did. It was filled with a lot of activity. Yeah. And, we, and Dawson finally got his. Well, it's funny because, you know, usually people say dick wet, but da- Dawson got his lips wet. So, yeah, he's got whatever Sorry. he called great kissing lips when he was making the fake oh, joy head. You give yeah, good lip. You get, he gave good lip. She gave good back of the hand on the shark tooth yes. necklace. <laughs> yeah. Um, but all in all, I think the uh, quick cutting of the scenes is really what like heightened the tension. And then with the payoff of that last shot, like finally, this is what we're waiting for. This now I want to see what happens with Dawson's mom. Totally. And I think that's in a couple episodes because we're getting close to the end of the first season of this show. And like I told you, I think I'd only seen into a few episodes of season two, 
But like something comes up like a hurricane or a storm of something. And I remember it being a giant metaphor for what's happening in this season. So you want to call it there? Sure. Let's uh, remind the folks that that, uh, if they leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, it costs no money. And I'd like to start reading them, you know? So put something clever in there. Give me your favorite television show and why. What about you, Brittany? What do you think? That's exactly what I want to have happen. And I'd really not like the first two reviews of this show to be from Brittany and me. They will be, but... And it's going to (laughs) say, we're not hiding anything. This is from the hosts. Please follow suit. I like this show because I'm on it. And so is my good friend, Rob. (laughs) And then from... Your account, what are you going to write? <laughs> damn it. Uh, damn it. You, you took mine. Well, well, find out once uh, this episode is live and on air. So I guess right now as you're listening to it. Okay, Brittany, let's leave them with that and we'll see you next week. Okay, see you guys.